Once again, welcome to Life Buying Beer, a podcast by Iron Horse Brewery. And uh, we usually have too much beer. Today we had a lot of beer. So anyway, we got another bonus episode for you. Today we are drinking Belfius by Allagash Brewing Company out of Portland, Maine. One of my favorites. I love those guys. Wes, what do you whisper over there? Belfius. Belfius. (laughs) (laughs) Allagash Brewing. Anyway. Uh, they really do really nice stuff. This is, um, it's interesting because this is one of their Cool Ship brewed beers, um, which, Wes, tell me more about Cool Ship Brewing. I don't know what you know about it, but. So, uh, traditionally what Cool Ships are, are they're just a very shallow, uh, traditionally kind of like copper, uh, I guess you kind of think of it as like a bath. Yeah, it's kind of like a like low, a like a very shallow, like, like a rectangular basin. Tub that they a very like shallow rectangular basin. So yeah. when you're done brewing, like the actual brewing process, you pump the boiling wort up to this cool ship, and you let it cool in open, like in the open. Yeah. Uh, in this very shallow basin. I've seen and the cool and, uh, ships. They're really, really rad, but I haven't seen them in action. As it actually them. cools uh, over the course of, like, say, a day or two, yeah. uh, it gets inoculated with wild and spontaneous yeast from whatever environment you're in. Well, that's what I was thinking. Like, you're going to cool something in that kind of, like, like, as, as somebody who's homebrewed one time, like, that's, like, the biggest thing. Like, cut it off from outside influence, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but this is clearly an intentional thing where they're letting the outside environment completely into their beer. Exactly. Yeah. Um, what, what kind of brewing facility do you even have to have to conduct that sort of thing without, like... Making some well, I believe a like farm in Belgium. Yeah, a farm well, in Belgium. <laughs> or, or in part of the main Allagash is a really cool, cool system. They have um, so it's it's where they're located. They're not in downtown Portland. They're in kind of a facility on the northwest side of town in an industrial park. They have a really interesting barrel room at the center of their facility. And then I believe the cool ship they have is not directly attached, but they have a separate building that houses the cool ship in it. It's just slightly off the, the full system there, so it allows them to get really crazy things in the cool ship. That's pretty cool. To allow them to wild ferment. One of the first times they've actually let one of their cool shit beers out of the tap room. Right. We got this from Tavor. Tavor. Hello, thanks, Love Tavor. you, Tavor. Thank you, Tavor. Uh, I've had their cool ship red directly at the brewery. I bought a bottle of that yeah. a long time ago. That was really great. Um, Lugarita says, this bottle contains two of Belgium's well-known beer styles, a sp- spontaneously fermented ale and a saison. The sp- spontaneously fermented ale is also known as our cool ship beer. The name comes from the key brewing tool, the cool ship, that allows the beer to be inoculated with wild yeast and other microflora. After inoculation, the beer ages in oak barrels for up to three years. The second beer in our blend is our saison, a dry ale, defined by its notes of citrus and peppery spice. Blended together, they create a golden beer with an herbal aroma that contains both spice and tart fruit. The taste is one of restrained sourness rounded out by a hint of oak. But I don't know, it's pretty sour. This is bottled on December 21st, 2017, so it's about... Uh, it's had a little time. Five months old, almost five months old. Hmm. But yeah. Um, but their Cool Ship beers are super rad. There's wicked, crazy, and tart. This is no exception. As opposed to earlier saisons we had in this program, um, the, the tartness definitely comes through in a big... 
big way with this beer. But it's so earthy and funky at the same time. It's not just like straight acidity. It's Yeah, I would never describe this beer as like exceptionally sour or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was one of the things I I read the bottle and it said sour and I was expecting fully to get that sour overwhelming power. And but did you? not at all. No. It's really woven in together with the other components of mm-hmm. the beer. Um, for me, the the biggest, most intense things I get, which is a relatively medium to low intensity mm. beer, which is nice. It's so complex, but light and refreshing is that kind of grassy, earthy barnyard. Yeah, like I get a lot of the barnyards. Um, it's it's very interesting and complex. And I've got like, the, you have the flagship glass of this beer with your nice. tiny gash. My yeah, tiny very glass. Nice glass. Very nice. <laughs> Sabrina's drinking out of an hour gash glass. So. I knew I chose the right glass. Um, <laughs> but it's very interesting. I mean, I, I also get some dried fruit, like dried apricots. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's totally. it's very uh, dark fruit, like like sugary, but like. Not like cotton candy sugary, like no, yeah. it's definitely like sweet, like just just the right amount of sweetness with tartness, concentrated, yeah. just kind of going over. Yeah, it. yeah, mm, it's good. Allagash makes such great beer. Hey, thanks, Allagash. <laughs> you know, for you know, from coming from New England, I mean, Allagash White is such a you know, you go to any bar, typically that's something you can get. And it's such rare compared to what else is out there. They've really made such a name for themselves out there. That's amazing. Yeah, and I think it's one of the few instances where American breweries have really showcased uh, a classic example of a style. Exactly. You know, Hoo Garden is nice, but I think uh, Allagash really exemplifies more of the softer... Uh, side of like the whip. Yeah, style. I feel like Rob Rob Todd really has a respect for the process of who came before and is really really trying to be like I'm going to do this as close to possible as I can in Maine as they do in Belgium or wherever else style I'm trying to replicate you know to really get that on board. There's something to be said about that kind of appreciation. Right, exactly. It's not like I'm going to brew a white I mean, to be the obvious example is going to be you know Blue Moon. That's a white Belgian white beer, right? But I feel like that's kind of an American hundred percent style, hundred percent, as opposed to Allagash White, which is like we're going to respect the process and make it as close to my experience with Belgian beers as possible, you know, and brought that to other things that they've done throughout their entire career. And I, uh, with uh, Allagash White, but also even more so, maybe with like their cool shit beers and things like that, it starts to speak to um, that concept of terroir, which is more in the wine industry, but definitely plays into beer as well. And uh, I think with beers like this, where you're seeing open fermentation and spontaneous fermentation, things like that, you're starting to get those terroir aspects that. What is terroir? It's a. Basically, it's like a sense of place. Right. Um, it, you know, from the earth, like terroir means from the earth. So you're kind of getting, you know, from wherever you set up. So like when you're in wine, correct me if I'm fucking wrong, but terroir means, you know, you're going to get that 
you know, if you're in Napa, you're going to get the, you know, the earthiness of from Napa. If you're in Yakima, you're going to get the earthiness of Yakima, you know, stuff like that. Think about it this way. There's, like, say, for instance, in brewing, there's different types of hops. Mm. Well, there's different types of wine grapes as well. So, say, well, yeah. for instance, you're talking about, like, uh, Cabernet Sauvignon grapes. Well, those are grown in California, those are grown in Washington, those are grown in France, those are grown in Australia. And the grapes themselves have certain characteristics that are uh, intrinsic to that varietal, Mm -hmm. just like hops have characteristics intrinsic to certain varietals. And then they take on characteristics. But then, depending on where they're growing, exactly, where they're grown, that also affects the finished product the soil just has its own character and no matter where you're at or how hard you want to get to the original you're not going to get it because you're not there so cabernet sauvignon may may be the same grape but if it's grown in california versus france versus australia versus washington it's going to be different and that all terroir encompasses all kinds of aspects like soil chemistry climate um temperatures uh elevations uh different angles of the, the what like if they're on hillsides and things like that everything so huh. and that plays into beer in the same way like you think about spontaneous fermentation say you take the exact recipe of a beer you brew in belgium and then you take that exact recipe and brew it at allagash in portland maine well there's different wild yeasts in the air yeah. depending on where you're brewing and so that's going to affect how the finished product is yeah, same thing. Like, like we had hermit thrush a while back. Like, you're gonna get different wild yeast growing in southern, making a brewing beer in southern Vermont, as you are from southern Maine, or even from Oregon, or from Washington, or anything like that. I never even thought about that. Huh. Yeah, that's so. But it, it makes sense now. Now that you say it, it's one of those things. That like now that I hear it, I'm like, yeah. That, why didn't I think of that? Dude, but wild, wild beers are so much fun because they're so different no matter where you. Yeah. Go. And, like, chemistry is chemistry, and you're not going to be able to right. change it yeah. whether you want to or not. So, mm-hmm. That's cool. I love it. <laughs> Great beer. Yeah, this is tasty. Allagash, Allagash has yet to make a beer that I really dislike. So, you know, I whenever they come up, it's like, oh, you can get this Allagash beer. I'm like, yes. Please give me all of that. <laughs> um, their Cool Chip Red is one of the best beers I've ever had. Um Totally. It's delicious. It's fruity. It's tartastic. It's, tartastic. it's so good. Tartastic. Sorry, New Belgium, but their beer is really tartastic. I'm like, your beer, which is, it's okay. It's good. <laughs> it's fine. I like it. I like the tartastic line, but it's yeah. not as tartastic as a cool ship beer from Allagash. That's fair. Fair enough. Fair. <laughs> cool. Anything else? Keep it up, Allagash. Yeah. Yeah. Slay. More Allagash beers. <laughs> Do you believe? Portland, Maine, man. Now, that's like, we were talking about beer on earlier. So, so, if you can take a trip to Portland, Maine, do it. Because it's fantastic. Also, please bring Allagash White out here. I love Portland, man. Yes. I want some tasty. I want some Allagash White. I don't know. What's the distribution of Allagash White? It's not very large, which is weird. No. I feel like they should make it larger. But that's kind of the world we live in, you know. If you can get it going locally, keep it going. Yep. Awesome. All right. Well, well, I think that'll do it for this episode of Too Much Beer uh, from Life by Beer, a podcast by Iron Horse Brewery. We'll have more great stuff for you. So uh, be sure to subscribe. 
so you can get the latest episodes and these bonus episodes when you can. And also give us a review. Give us five stars where you listen on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. Uh, that way your review can pick up, help us pick up heat and we can get more people involved. Anyway, thanks for tuning in and uh, enjoy a great beer.